Welcome to Marriage is a Joke. <laughs> the fun marriage podcast with Elaine Romero, licensed marriage and family therapist, and her husband, Abe Romero. Well, hello, everyone. This is Elaine Romero, licensed marriage and family therapist here, getting ready for the holiday with my husband, yes. Abe Romero. Hello, everybody. I'm excited about this one. The 12 Bids of Christmas. The 12 Bids of Christmas. Yeah. And you know what? Because I like the idea about connection and connecting with your person and finding ways to do that. But I, the one thing that you talked about or we talked about prior was stories. Uh-huh. Like funny stories. Yeah. Or just poignant stories about Christmas that we could share. Yeah. And we were looking for some and asking people and, and kind of waiting and stuff. But I remembered one. Yeah. About when I was growing up. I'm nervous. Okay. No, this is good. So I grew up in a small town in San Diego. And we were kind of like a close-knit community. Everyone everyone put up lights. Everyone just kind of did all that stuff. Very Christmassy and everything. But there was one guy kind of had a house back in the hill. And he did not put up anything. In fact, he was really grumpy and the whole deal. Grunchy, kind of? Yeah, kind of. And so... um. But everyone was celebrating. Everyone was happy in the whole deal. But the night, like Christmas Eve, he came in. He stole everyone's presents and took them back to his house and the whole thing. He had this dog. It was a weird. The guy was weird. honey. Oh my god! And then, and then, Christmas Day. Guess what? <laughs> we all came out and we celebrated together anyway, and we're singing. <laughs> and, and and he saw that it wasn't about you know the presents to us. He saw that it was about the Christmas spirit. Did his heart change? I don't know what happened, but the his guy heart, slid in his with heart his dog. Became really big. And yeah, and, and they, he gave us all the presents, and so then it became kind of a hero of the town. Did you stand around a, a, all the way around a Christmas tree holding hands as a community? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, his name was like Dave Grinch or something. <laughs> Good one, honey. Like that? Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, true how, story. I wow, I'm sure it is. Do you, fun fact. Uh huh. In second grade, I was in a play and I played Max the dog from The Grinch. They made a play about that. <laughs> yeah, about your neighbor, <laughs> Dave Grinch. Wow, I wonder what he's up to. <laughs> No, but I did. I played Max, and I have a super cute picture of it. I'll have to like send it I to you. I would love to see that. I'm all dressed up in a little as a little doggy, but <laughs> all right. Adorable. Well, let's get back to what we're actually talking about, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas, and here's the thing, Abe. Do you not feel like sometimes when you're married, especially mm-hmm. if you're married with kids? That it becomes all about the dumb kids. Oh, always. There's always. There's so many times where I, like, I remember literally one year almost having a fit because I was like loading all these groceries and toys in the, from like I don't know, it was like at Walmart or something. I was like loading all these toys and, you know, uh, stuff in the car, and I'd spent so much money, and I was like, you know, without these kids, we could go on a. (laughs) cruise for christmas right like (laughs) right and you do you start to and it's and it's nobody's it's not the kids fault it's almost like it's almost like the parents fault because you do you get so focused on i know for me it's like this vision of 
a beautiful day. And I just want the kids to have all these like presents to open. And it just, it's totally missing the point of getting your heart prepared for Christmas. And I do think, tell me what you think. And you're going to parties and you're going to events and you're going to parades and you're like getting the house ready and you're cleaning and you're cooking and you're doing all this stuff. Tell me if you agree with this. The one thing that always seems to be put on the back burner is your marriage. Yeah, and sanity. <laughs> Them together. But you're right. You you you're 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 working so hard together to make this a special time for your kids. Or yeah. even if you don't have kids, for everybody else, especially if you're putting if you're hosting, mm-hmm. and you're just doing so many things and putting so much effort forth to make this special for everyone else, but you, your partner. Yeah, and it really what happens is your marriage gets so put on the back burner. In fact, I think couples are a lot more likely to argue. They're mm-hmm. more likely to bicker because we're yeah. all stretched emotionally, physically, just going insane. Yeah, especially when your wife gets it wrong. What? You know? Well, I'm, you know, not you. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. You, know I mean? you know what I mean. Especially when your wife gets it wrong. Okay, whatever. <laughs> All right. So today we... Here we we're bickering. So today we thought it would be fun to do an episode called The 12 Bids, B-I-D-S, of Christmas. Now, you may be wondering, what is a bid? Yeah, what is a bid? <laughs> okay. So a bid is any time... And this comes again from the research of the Gottman Institute and bids are any time you could make a bid to connect with your spouse. So it could be an intellectual bid. It could be a playful bid like flirting. It could be a quality time like, hey, you want to hang out and watch a show together bid. It could be Mm -hmm. a sexual bid, right? Let's get sexy. It could Mm -hmm. be a spiritual bid, right? Let's like, let's mm-hmm. read the Bible or do a quiet time or something like that. So bids are any time. What was the thing on the sex bid? What, what do you mean? Which just, I, I didn't quite catch that. What was that? I again? was like the sexy bid. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> that's the one. Is your, your love language is physical touch as all <laughs> men, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Men are like, ha ha, what sexy bid? <laughs> well, we're going to talk about that tonight. So, Today, what we wanted to do is, and, and, and to say a little bit more about bids, they've actually found that thriving couples tend to do a couple things. They make a lot of bids for connection, mm-hmm. but when they hear a bid from their spouse, they respond to it. They don't just like not do anything about it. So, so if they, hmm. so like if um, thriving couples, couples that are doing well, like let's say, hey, you said, hey, Lynn, you want to watch a show and I'm folding the laundry instead of just go, no, I'm busy. I got a lot to do that, that the, they found that thriving couples would actually turn toward the spouse. They, they would physically turn toward them mm-hmm. and they would actually respond to the bid. Even if they were saying no, like if they were like, hey, I got to do this, but I'd love to watch that later with you. Or they might even put out a hand like, oh, thank you for asking. So so we always want to do two things with bids. We want to make lots of bids for connection. Mm-hmm. And we want to respond when we hear a bid for, 
for connection from our spouse. Okay. I like that. Okay. So to have a little fun, we're going to talk about the 12 bids of Christmas, ways that you, in the midst of your cleaning and your wrapping presents and your mm-hmm. all this other stuff, that you would just take little small pockets of time and give a bit, yeah. give some bids to your marriage so that marriage is not being put on the back burner during right. Christmas. On the first day of Christmas, my true love bid to me. Perfect. That was what I wanted you to do. Perfect. So the first one is a kiss under the mistletoe. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Now we're talking. So if you don't have mistletoe, go get some. Hang it. Usually the Boy Scouts come around and hang it, you know, sell it every year or get some at the grocery store. <laughs> hang your mistletoe. And when you can, now and then, grab your spouse. Mm-hmm. Push them against the wall. <laughs> oh, oh, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are we talking about here? Ooh, that sounds hot. <laughs> I mean, I like tender kisses too, but if you want to. Okay, well, I'm not saying every time shove them against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, don't shove me, but if you want to like grab me and give me a hot kiss, that's good too, but. Okay. But a kiss under the mistletoe, that would be a great bid. Um, that's okay. a nice sexual bid. Okay. Mm-hmm. On the second day of Christmas, my true love bid to me, how about sending a sweet Christmas text where you tell your spouse what a gift they are to you? Yeah, I like that. And you know what? You do a great job of that. Every now and then, um, Elaine will send me something that's not just a three line text or something, but it'll be like a whole paragraph of mm. why she loves me and what she values about me and the things about me she finds attractive and sexy and just endearing and loving. And, and I do the same for her and, and it, it is sweet to, to mm. see. And then sometimes we just do small ones too, but every now and then it's a long drawn out text to each other and and that does make me feel great and using like cute like christmas emojis or maybe like mm-hmm. a cute christmas gif right like those are sweet and you know it's mm-hmm. like have a little bit of fun with that like you were boyfriend girlfriend in high school and you're sending each other like a cute like christmas text or something like that okay all right on the third day of christmas my true love bid me to watch a movie together a christmas movie i mean yeah, you're going to watch the movies with the kids. You're probably going to have a lot of Christmas movies on in the background. But now and then it's good to just watch a good old-fashioned Christmas movie with just your spouse. Yeah. And you know what I want to watch with you? Hmm. So we all, all know that movie, uh, Christmas Story, right? Yeah. There, They just did a sequel. Oh, they did. So A Christmas Story 2. Aw. And I'm like, oh, great. That's going to be horrible. There are reviews on it that say it's great. Oh, that's good. They do a lot of flashbacks to the old movie. And it's like a lot of the same actors from the first movie. Oh, wow. Some so he's an older guy now. And he's the, the kids. Ralphie's an older. He's the dad now. And his dad passed away. And it's about oh. kind of him trying to recreate this awesome Christmas for his kids like his dad did. And Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mr. Romero. Are you bidding me to, are you giving me a bid to go watch that movie with you? On the second day of Christmas, you bet. I accept. Well, <laughs> another what, another really good one, I think, for just a couple to watch is a wonderful, it, it's a wonderful life. Because I feel yes. like it is one of those things where you do, you get caught up in the stress of the holiday. 
And that is just a good movie every year to watch with your spouse and to remember that it's the little things, right? It's it. We may have all big dreams and things like that that sometimes get a little bit, bit a little bit like put on the back burner. But just kind of remembering to look at your spouse and and think about how blessed you are just for family and each other and and uh, yeah, just, I love that movie. I'm trying to remember a line from that movie. Um, Zuzu's pedals, right? When she has her little his little pedals in his pocket. Yeah. What's the what's the angel's name? Uh, oh gosh oh i can see his face ah, yeah. i forgot i was gonna do uh <laughs> do his voice. what's his face oh do his oh yeah let's hear i can't it. remember his name george potter jimmy stewart jimmy stewart honey that's great do it again <laughs> i love it well well i'll tell you one thing potter you you can't run this down in the ground. <laughs> something like that's that. That's awesome. I wish I knew it. He goes, hey, you got your wings, Charlie. a boy. Or something like that. <laughs> or when he tells his wife, like, that he'll lasso the moon or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. What is that? You want to lasso the moon for you? That's it. I'll give you the moon. <laughs> that's good, honey. What a line. Did that I work really, at all? Okay, I'm now making a bid back. I want to watch that movie with you, and you have to, like, do the, you have to do the voice the whole time. All right. Okay. On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love bid to me. Okay, this is interesting. Not a hug, but a couple hold. Have you ever heard mm. of that? This is a robbery? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, you're going to hold them up. Put your arms up or put your hands up. <laughs> no, a couple hold is a little different from a hug. So a couple hold is where you... So when we actually... Did you know that physical touch with your spouse, even if it's a hug or holding hands um, or just giving each other like a back massage, anytime we're having that physical touch, we are releasing something called oxytocin. And oxytocin is that, that chemical that binds you to someone, but it also is something that soothes you and calms you. And so one of the things that the Gottman... Institute and research um, have found is that when a couple can do what's called a couple hold, and mm -hmm. it's either, it can either be when you're standing or it can be when you're laying down, say in bed or something or on the couch. If you hold one another, like after a long day, especially like maybe after a long day of shopping or cooking, or even just in the middle of cooking your yeah. Christmas dinner, that you just take a time to hold one another. And here's what you do. You embrace and hug each other, but you don't stop until you feel your own body relax and you feel your spouse's body just relax. And that's when the magic's happening. That's mm -hmm. when you're going into what we call the parasympathetic system where you're calming each other and where, where the oxytocin is being released and it binds you together in the midst of the craziness that you would mm. do a couple hold. Yeah. I like that because a lot of times during the holidays you need that. And sometimes you don't even realize you need it because you're so busy running around. Yes. It's like trying a... to get everything in place. And then if someone just goes, hold on, stop, let me hold you. Yes. It's like a reset. Yes. 
You, will you do that to me for Christmas? Of course. I want you to do that several times. Okay. On the fifth day of Christmas. Oh, gosh. I can't sing. My true love gave to me. <laughs> yes, you can. Okay. Trying a new Christmas recipe together. Okay. And we have plans for that. I already bid you on that. Do you remember? Oh. Oh, uh, you're talking about tamales? Uh-huh. So Abe is yeah. half Mexican, and it's a Mexican tradition to have tamales, and he's going to teach me this year, so I'm super excited. Yeah, teach is a very wide. <laughs> I've made him a few times, but my mom was the expert, so I'm going to have to do some digging and find out how to do that again. But I do remember kind of the basics of it, and yeah, I'm excited about that. I'm excited because my... My kids uh, loved it and um, when we did it years ago, and I know that Emma and Justice will love it, and oh my gosh, they're so good. Yeah, I'm so excited to learn. Abe is an amazing cook, and so... Well, you're an amazing cook. Well, anyway, but I'm very excited. So maybe thinking of like to try a new Christmas recipe, so maybe it's a fun drink, you know, or maybe yeah. maybe it's a fun you know, recipe that's authentic to their culture, like the tamales, or maybe it is something that is a, like, oh, I loved my grandma's fudge. You you and I were talking mm -hmm. about my grandma's fudge last night. And I was like, yep. oh, I should make that this year. It makes me think about grandma, you know? And so maybe th think of a fun recipe that would just almost connect you as a couple. Like this is something special to my, like your, the tamales are is special for you missing your mom mm -hmm. who has passed away. And so I like that it would be fun for us to do like, mm -hmm. like let's get some music on, let's crack open a bottle mm -hmm. of wine and just do some cooking together. Yeah. That sounds awesome. And and that's where you kind of need to be. <clears throat> because some of those things kind of get glossed over sometimes. Yes. Uh, and, and, and especially when it's old recipes and things like that. Oh, my mom used to make this or my dad used to do that. And I think sometimes the spouse would go, Oh, cool. That's neat. But we don't, take that next step which is let's do it yes you know yes and so if a, if a spouse has been telling you of something that you enjoyed as a child say maybe surprise them and say i found the recipe or i found uh, let's do your your grandpa's old mm. pancake recipe or whatever it is oh my gosh wouldn't that be cute to like reach out to your spouse's mom mm -hmm. and like say, yes. what's a, what's a special recipe and send it to me and then get all the stuff. And then like, you know, maybe plan, plan, you know, at time when the kids are at friends' houses or kids are off to bed or something like that say, Hey, I have something special we're going to do tonight. Mm -hmm. I love that. All right. On the sixth day of, of Christmas, my spouse bid to me, how about making a, a cognizant effort at you're going to be going to holiday parties. You're going to be going yeah. to events. What if you make a effort to really, um, what's this bid? What would we call this bid? The, it, it, the ability to like kind of almost be your, your person's person at the event, like choose to sit next to them. Maybe put your hand on their knee, like mm -hmm. maybe compliment them in front of other people at the party. Like maybe when you go to parties, you're busy off going and talking to your girlfriends or your aunts and your sisters, but maybe you reserve some time where you find your person at the event and just maybe have a little moment with them and 
maybe pass them a sexy note or, or, or send them a sexy text or something so that in the big holiday event where there's lots of people that you catch their eye, that you take mm-hmm. time to connect with just them in the middle of the big group. Yeah. And I think we touched upon this in a couple episodes ago, but yeah, to almost react like this is where we are meeting for the first time mm. and I'm going to, I'm going to let, I'm going to show you what I felt when I first met you. And that's how I'm going to take tonight. And tonight's going to be our, like our first time we met. And I can't wait to see you and meet you and talk to you and get to know you and treat you like you're the hottest guy or hottest woman in the room. Like what about a cute wink across the room? Yeah, anything like that would be great. That would be super fun. It's a great way to bid for like a fun, playful, flirty. So it's kind of like flirting with them at the holiday events. And then you push them against the wall and make out with them. Under the mistletoe. Wow, you're really into this (laughs) pushing against the wall thing. And I have to say, I'm down with it. All right. (laughs) On the seventh day of Christmas, you're going to love this one, honey. Okay. You're going to love it. On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love bid to me, how about invite your spouse to do a Christmas jigsaw puzzle together? <sighs> wow, what a letdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was getting all excited. You thought and it was going to be about sex or <laughs> I always had, I had to throw this one in just to mess with you. Yeah. I listen, Elaine's family grew up with jigsaw puzzles and they love have, doing them. And I, well, it's actually well, more games. So my family's a big game family, but like mm-hmm. my dad likes jigsaw puzzles and I do too. <laughs> I'm always like, let's do a Christmas jigsaw puzzle together. And he's like, Bleh. is it a sexy Christmas jigsaw puzzle? No. Stop! Get your mind out of that. It's, it's like a Santa one or like a Christmas tree. All right. All right. Well, maybe he is like that, but other people might like it. All right. On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love bid to me. How about? And this one could be done, maybe after a busy shopping night, or maybe after a hectic dinner with the kids, or maybe even after a holiday event. Take a gratitude walk with just your spouse where you, where you get bundled up and you go on a walk and you see the Christmas lights and maybe you just talk about what are we really grateful for in each other. I like that. And in our, in our family and with our children. Um, I like that. There's something really beautiful about walking at night with Christmas lights yeah, I like that. Um, I, I I keep. <laughs> it reminds me of a story when my kids would be upset. I'd play the song by Tower of Power called "The Attitude Dance," <laughs> and, and when they, they would, I would only play it when they'd start getting upset. And it was like, dun, 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 dun. and it, it was like, you know, if you're feeling sort of bad, or whatever, and then sad, do the attitude dance, and that. But you're doing the gratitude walk. <laughs> oh, it's like a bluesy song. Like. <laughs> yeah, it's like upbeat. So you could do the gratitude walk with the attitude dance song. I like it. Now, we're going to have to put that song oh, up. Oh, and it's a jam because you will do be doing a gratitude skipping around the neighborhood. It's, it's awesome. 
Oh my gosh, that's great. We'll put that on our story. Like we'll add okay. that. We'll add that song. So it's by Tower Power, you said? Yeah, and called the Attitude Dance. Oh, I love it. I you could listen to the Attitude Dance on your gratitude walk. <laughs> yeah. And if you have kids that are getting upset, if you want to see them get really upset, play the Attitude Dance song. <laughs> oh, nice. Little parenting tip. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh on the ninth day of Christmas, my true love bid to me, how about drawing a beautiful Christmas bath? Oh, I like that. Maybe get out the uh, Christmas candles and put in some bubble bath that's flavored like pine or holly or I don't know, like something okay. kind of Christmassy, maybe put on some sure. Christmas music. I'm almost envisioning like like jazz Christmas music, you know? Okay. I Maybe. like that. Some old like standards by like Sinatra and stuff yeah. like Christmassy. And like pour a glass of wine and have a Christmas bath. I mean, that's a sexy bid, right? Yeah. And, and but, uh, you know, get um, totally get in the bath and I'll have like the Santa with the bubbles on my face, the, the beard. <laughs> and then I'll push you up against the side of the bathtub. Stop it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, wait. <laughs> that is so funny like making it you so you're saying taking the bubbles like when you're a little kid and making yeah. it like a big beer <laughs> and i go oh oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's good all right i like it but yeah make some sexy bids over christmas yeah. too like that would be really fun because you just never and know. that's something that people don't typically think to do because it can be a great time to connect and like the kids are asleep yeah. listen they're gonna go to bed early to wake up for santa let's have some fun right now i know i know yeah santa's not due for another hour so we have about an hour to have some fun before he gets <laughs> and shows up on the roof and ruins everything I love it. All right. On the 10th day of Christmas, my true love bid to me, how about a love letter, right? Okay. You, you've done that. You actually gave me one year a love letter as a Christmas gift. I've done it several years. I know. I really love that. And, and maybe even it's one of those ones where you each write a love letter and then maybe you sit in front of the fire and read it to one another or something like that. That would be, I like that. That would be really beautiful. But you have to do it in Santa's voice and stuff. <laughs> Or you do it in that one guy's voice and like the Rudolph, the, the dentist guy. <laughs> I love you, Elaine, but I really wanted to be a dentist. The misfit guy? Yeah. I'm not a misfit. <laughs> Please do not. Do not. <laughs> That's not sexy? No, don't read your love letter in that voice. Oh, okay. All right. On the 11th day of Christmas, my true love bid to me, how about doing, how about a spiritual connection and bid? Like, you know, it's important to maybe read the Christmas story from the Bible with your kids or, mm -hmm. you know, to attend the church services. But what if you just had a reflection, you know, where you got out maybe a special book that's a quiet time or actually the Christmas story and just even kind of talk about that concept of like, this is us preparing our hearts, you know, for Christ's birth and for this peace in the world. And, and maybe even talking about like, how, how do we need, how do we need Christ to add peace in our hearts and in our family? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's, a, I mean, that's what it's all about, right? That's what this 
this time of year is about connecting that way. Mm. And um, yeah, I think that's good. You know, we do devotionals from time to time and I think that helps us connect even more deeply and being able to share that with each other. But I got to tell you, I am so silly. I want to say something. <laughs> All right. What are you going to say? Well, after we connect spiritually, then I push up against the No, wall. <laughs> stop it. You do realize some of my clients listen to this podcast. I, I, listen, I can't help myself. <laughs> He's just a typical guy. <laughs> well, and what's funny is you will like what I chose for the 12th day of Christmas. On the 12th day of Christmas, my true love, bid to me, how Mm -hmm. about some good old-fashioned Christmas sex? Yes, now we're talking. Now we're talking. But here's what I want to say on that. You know, it is, you know, when you're married, it is important to connect sexually. And if you can find time in this season, because this is probably the most beautiful true gift of marriage it's just this way to connect you know sex should really be that physical expression of your love for one another and christmas is a great time to kind of to really just celebrate that gift that god gave us but here's what i would probably say if you have little kids or you're hosting don't don't feel pressure to do this on Christmas Eve or Christmas morning. Right, but like right. but like if you maybe you're you're a younger couple, you don't have kids yet or you're a couple that's more retired and your kids are older and you're not hosting or something, you know, if you can have connect sexually in the morning before the you know all the big things that would be awesome. But like maybe for other couples it would be, you know, at another time. Don't the biggest sex killer is pressure. So Yeah, well, I think it's during this time. It's not necessarily the night before or the day of. In fact, the day of is probably a bad idea anyway. <laughs> kids, if you have kids, they typically get up at three or four in the morning. <laughs> like, and run yeah, they come in, they're like, oh, they're like traumatized on Christmas morning. Well, Christmas is ruined. <laughs> <laughs> While we're at it, let's tell you about the truth about Santa. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. But so, yes, during that time, I mean, they have, you have you have a couple of weeks to really kind of have fun. So Yeah, you I know. think it is something that you want to make sure you make it, uh, you know, you know, again, no pressure, but, but. What what the most beautiful gift in our marriage is the fact that we have that part of our relationship. You don't have that in any other relationship, you know. Right. And so and, that's and, and if then if you're worried about it happening or unsure it's going to happen, ask Santa. You know, just <laughs> go to the mall and when he's there, whatever schedule, just say, "Hey, Santa, hook me up." You know, Can I mean? get and lucky? He'll give you a wink and go, "I got you, boy." You know, <laughs> that's weird, honey. You just made it weird. I was making. I'm just trying to provide solutions. I but, was you know. making it beautiful, and you just made it weird. Oh, sorry. All right. Well, listen. Hey, everyone. I hope that you know this is just an episode to encourage you. Obviously, you don't have to do all twelve of these, but I would. Yeah, you do. That's. I mean, if they're <laughs> going to do this. Let's do it. But I would encourage that everyone pick one or two ways to really. Um, bid bid for a connection some kind of connection with your spouse during this holiday season when it's busy and it's crazy it's not it it's beautiful to like watch christmas through the eyes of our children and grandchildren mm-hmm. but but let's also 
um, take time to honor our marriages in at the Christmas time. Yeah, I totally agree. And to close it out, I want to just tell one more story from when I was growing up. Um, so all the kids in my neighborhood, we got together and oh, we no. made this snowman. And it was all, we had the hat and the corn cob pipe <laughs> and the carrot nose and the coal for eyes and everything. And we were like, oh my God, this guy is so awesome. And so we like, we made like a Christmas wish. <laughs> Next thing you know, the guy comes alive and goes, happy birthday. And then we're like, that's weird because it's Christmas time. And then the guy was like letting us ride on his back and the snowman was like, <laughs> alive Let and me this other weird guy came he was trying to kill the guy it was like yeah okay crossing the snowman and, oh my god how'd you know that <laughs> gee i don't know wow yeah all right guys childhood memory <laughs> well honey you have you have such a, a very vivid uh childhood memories I, I know i can't believe all those things happened to me i know you're just a special guy <laughs> All right, guys. Merry Christmas, and we hope Merry it's one of us. Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. All right. Take care. <laughs> Bye. Bye.